So, fiddle me this. It's been said that baseball is America's favorite pastime, and that it's tough to argue. Baseball should hold a place in the heart of every American. So should fiddling. Since its arrival on this side of the pond, fiddle music has been passed down mother to son, friend to foe, south to north, east to west, and every nook and cranny along the way. Tunes take on new meanings, new names, new feels from person to person. Shaped by local community and purpose and region, fiddle music truly captures the spirit of a people. Across America, we can hear this tradition. I'm JT, and these are some of today's fiddlers playing their tunes and sharing tales. Welcome to Fiddle Me This. Before she leaves, leaving on that train headed out of town. Her blue eyes and her brown hair, she's the sweetest thing you ever did meet. I can take her for my own back in Boston town. Originally from the Bay Area, today's guest moved to Portland in 1994. Here, she caught the fiddle bug and was encouraged by several Portland locals whose names we've heard before on this show. Perhaps it's true that the scene here in Portland provides some backdrop for encouragement and gives life to some sort of Bay Area Portland regional fiddle sounds. Do you hear any regional influences? Listen close as today's guest shares her influences and stories from working with original bands such as Golden Delicious, Fernando, Little Sue, and Shorty and the Mustangs, among others, to touring Europe and opening for the Ramones. Not bad for a Pacific Northwest fiddle picker, this is Mary Lee Horde. John Cougar Mellencamp. So I saw that tour, that, that the Scarecrow tour, mm-hmm. and he had Lisa Germano playing violin with him. And he obviously just adores her. And, uh, and I've, I sat there at the Oakland Coliseum, and I was like, that's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to do, right? I was like, oh, man. It's just like, I just thought she, she was the coolest. And, and how cool, you know, and I knew that she, I think she was at Juilliard or something, I don't even know. But anyway, so I met her, like, not a whole, like, a few, bunch of years ago at the Roseland. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I told her that. I was yeah. like, dude, I saw you when I was, like, 24 or something ridiculous, and I was like, I want to be her. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah. So you were in Oakland and... Yeah, well, I grew up in the Bay Area. Okay, okay. And uh, when did you start playing fiddle? I started playing violin uh-huh. when I was nine in fourth grade. And um, so I came up playing classical, you know, yeah. did the, all the youth orchestras, all that stuff. And, you know, back in the back in those days, it was like, you know, we don't we don't do that. We don't play fiddle. Is no 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 no. There's only classical. Until As, you saw John Cougar Mellencamp, and when you were yeah, that's forth. one of the things that started to change my mind. You're absolutely right. That's exactly one of the things where I was like, wait a minute, she's in Juilliard, and she chose to do this, and she's clearly having the time of her life and getting paid. So what happened next? Um, I you went home and learned the fiddle tank. No. No, no, I was still, I was very indoctrinated. I was very indoctrinated. Um, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I didn't play for 10 years because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's like, I'm clearly not cut out to, for the classical world. That's pretty clear. But, you know, I've been told I can't do anything else, that it's a bastardization of the instrument. That's a direct quote from my teacher. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, well, shoot. I don't know. And then finally... Um, what happened was, I, when I got here in 94, I was working for Dark Horse Comics as an editor, and in February of 95, my house got broken into, my violin got stolen. Long story short, 10 weeks later, I got it back. Why? Yeah. It walked into shoebacks when they were at uh, Powell and Milwaukee. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. So... Then I was like, all right, I hear you, universe. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, and I carried it around with me everywhere I went because I was never going to lose it again. Yeah. So I was I went to a um, Memorial Day party at my friend's house, and I had it with me, and Jimmy Boyer was there, and Pete Krebs was there, and Bingo Ritchie was there, and Dave Reich was there, and you know, whole, it's just introducing this whole crowd that I had not met yet. Uh, and they kept kind of bugging me. They're like, hey, what's in there? What's in there? I'm like, oh, it's my violin. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, bust, come on, bust it out and play with us. I was like, nah, I don't, I don't know how to improvise. I know nothing about any of that. I'm just, I'm classically trained. I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, come on, come on, come on. So eventually I had enough beer and I was like, okay. <laughs> That's a great influencer. Yeah, the, yeah, the fear quencher. The fear quencher. <laughs> <laughs>
question i think i might have heard it at a contest and was like oh what's that one i think i did i heard it at one of the contests and and it just stuck it's like i got i want to know that one yeah that's a really cool tune mm-hmm. <clears throat> they play it different in different parts of the country too some they, they play an e minor instead of an a major on that b part oh okay oh, all right all right all right yeah I love hearing how tunes are played regionally. Like, that's still kind of a thing in that world. It totally is. Yeah. I mean, listen to that stuff that Joe Baker just sent us from Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, what else have you been inspired to play these days? What have you been, um, been bouncing around betwixt your ears? Lately, I've been listening to a lot of the album um, Tom Petty's uh, Wildflowers. Nice. And when this is all done with... Uh, my buddy and me want to do it um, front to back and just call in all our peeps and be like, you know, get Mike Danner in to play some piano and, you know, just whoever. I think people will be down. It's a great album. It and, is. And it would, what, wouldn't that be song. a fun, wouldn't that be a fun night, right? The Tom Petty song Oh, yeah. Dolly Parton recorded it on the trio album mm-hmm. with Emma Lou and, mm-hmm. and, and Linda. And Linda. Yep. Listen, Linda. <laughs> I saw that show. They played at Selwood Park. No way. Way. What was that like? Amazing. They had Philip play with them? Nope. Just three of them. Just the three of them? Just the three of them. Damn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's been in my ears a lot. Um, I went down a little bit of a John Lennon rabbit hole a couple days ago, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right? Who's that? John Lennon. Oh. <laughs> he was a, a band called the Beatles. You might have. I've never heard of them. Yeah. That. Yeah, they're back. They're big back in the 60s. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I read lately somewhere that um, they only made about 10 hours worth of music in their career, which doesn't sound like a lot, right? But you think yeah. about a record. Yeah. 30 minutes, 60 minutes, maybe. Yeah, longer. maybe. Wow, that's far out to think about. It that's is, isn't like it? like watching a football game and there's only 11 minutes of actual time, you know, 12 <laughs> minutes, whatever it is. So the Beatles were actually a sports club. <laughs> and now here come the Beatles. They're making an effort on gold. Oh, but wait. <laughs> but wait, they've been stomped. Here come the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. The no- notoriously right bad boys. Of the, of the London scene. <laughs> the London scene. <laughs> you started with your freaking in the car, I man. Not. You started you. with the slovenly bit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Play me something quick and slovenly. Okay. <laughs> um, this is a tune you've never heard. Good.
Fiddle Me This was funded in part by Bubbaville, a nonprofit dedicated to the educational and cultural enrichment of the Portland metro region through traditional music and dance. A staple on the West Coast, the Portland Old Time Gathering has been going for more than 20 years and brings national and regional American traditional musicians together. Go to BubbaGuitar.com for more information. Thanks, Bubbaville, for sponsoring Fiddle Me This. Hi, folks. It's Podland's number one producer, Liam Flanagan, and I just want to let you know about sponsors. If you're a business owner or manager and you are looking for a great way to get your product out there, becoming a podcast sponsor is just that. Podcasts are listened to all over the world. Podland has had visits from places like Kenya, Ireland, Australia, Vietnam, and almost all 50 states. What's up, Alaska? Don't you like podcasts? Anyway, becoming a podcast sponsor could be the way to give your business the boost it may need. To become a Podland podcast sponsor, contact me, Liam Flanagan, at liam at podland.productions. That's L-I-A-M at podland.productions. So you've been on the West Coast most of your life, but she's mm-hmm. telling me uh, you got Ken in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. My grandparents uh, left Arkansas uh, in the Dust Bowl days and came out to Paso Robles, California. I still have cousins there. So yeah, my uh, my cousin Bruce took his mom, my dad. So my dad's the oldest, then his sister's next, and my cousin Bruce took her back to Arkansas a few years ago, just kind of drive around, and they found some of the old gravestones, wow. and it was pretty clear that um, some of them had died from the flu of 1918. Yeah, Spanish flu. Spanish flu, yeah, and. Uh, they ran to a couple people who were friendly and were like, "Yeah, there used to be this town here. I think it's called Ada, Ada, and oh, it's yeah. and it's a it doesn't exist anymore." No. Yeah, that's where my that's the family seat of the hordes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah, and then you know my grandpa did everything. You know, like he there are roads in Paso Rebels and and the surrounding areas that he physically helped to build. Wow. Yeah, and he's a rancher as well. That's super cool. It's super cool. Yeah, I have a great family. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Was any of them uh, play the music? Yeah. So my cousin Bruce is a fine, fine guitar player, and he plays in a Beatles tribute band down in the Bay Area that's pretty darn successful. And mm-hmm. he's the he's the George Harrison. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they don't dress up. They just do the music. They don't like do the Sgt. Pepper's. So he ain't got no bowl cut. No, he ain't got no bowl cut. I yeah. think he might draw the line there. Well, sorry, Bruce, but he, I don't think he has enough hair left right now for a bowl oh, cut. Oh, okay. Sorry, dude. <laughs> well, that's all right. Yeah. So, yeah, and then um, and then he his two children are also musicians, um, and um, my cousin Miles is a music teacher in the Houston School District, and he teaches elementary school music, which I think is just fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was always kind of our job coming up to be the musical entertainment for family gatherings and stuff, so.
Christmas song. Oh, really? Which one? okay with with that I mean I'm naturally an introvert anyway yeah um and I do have my supercomputer to keep me entertained so there's that and I, you know I actually have been going on uh walks out at the Foster floodplain which is super beautiful wait a minute is that on Foster well yes it is JT it's out by across from the picking pool yeah hot thing yeah it's exactly where it is I used to live over there and I never, I was wondering what that was. It's, it's great. There's all kinds of critters and birds and. Well. It's, yeah, it's just beautiful. Oh, but you know, but yeah, I mean, we've all got plans for the future, right? So uh, I'm, I've started sort of putting together uh, my preliminary ideas for doing a solo record. Okay. What are you going to put on there? I'm going to 
call all my friends that I've played music with in this town for the last 20 years and see if they will write a song with me or if they have a song that they feel is particularly suited to me or that, you know, I'm calling it the Merrily Show Off Project. That's the working title. So, yeah, so I want to get, I just wanted to play music with my friends and just have it be stuff that hasn't been released. I mean, I would like to write new songs or rewrite old songs. I'm, you know, it's, it's wide open. Um, I plan on singing as well as playing, and hopefully it will just be a big old blast. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's percolating, yes. It will, it will drop someday. Percolating. <laughs> you know, because there's not much we can really do right now, so, except percolate. Yeah. You know the percolate rag? <laughs> you going to play it for me? Maybe one day. <laughs> as well yeah yeah well i wish there were more gatherings with fiddle players to get together around around these parts i agree well i want to that's another thing I've, I've been sort of percolating in my in my brain uh is um there's so many fiddle players that live here now i mean i used to be the only one like back in wow. when i moved here in 94 there's like me and neil gilpin wow uh, that and, you know, so, I, yeah, I got a lot of work. But now look at how many of us are here, mm-hmm. which is great. And I think we should have a fiddle summit. Um, maybe have it be part of the, uh, you know, the uh, old-time gathering that always happens in January. Mm-hmm. Maybe have it be part of that. Maybe have it in the summer just so there's, you know, it's, I mean, there's always so many things in the summer. But, yeah. I don't know, like I said, it's percolating. Yeah. But I just feel like there's so much talent in this town and skill and um particularly in regards to the fiddle players that live here now. And I just think we should all hang out. There are a heck, heck, heck ton of, of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
every day. And that's not to be confused with a buttload. No, that's, that's an entirely a, different. That's an entirely different uh, measurement. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. So, yeah, you know, these, these things, these are things that will happen in the future. Well, I love that. I that, that means, to me, the future looks bright. Special thanks to Marilee Horde for being our guest today, coming in, sharing her tunes and tales. Uh, also, thanks to you guys for listening. It's been a great first season of Fiddle Me This. Uh, we're hoping that there will be a second, so be sure and stay tuned. Give us a follow on 
Instagram, Facebook, or join the email list over at podland.productions for all the latest news. Did something in this episode move you? Leave us a review or comment. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook for more behind-the-scenes content. This has been a Podland production in association with Vita Joe Records and Bubbaville. I'm JT. We'll be back next week with another episode of Fiddle Me This. Thanks for listening. This has been a Podland Productions production. Recorded at Downstairs Studio in Portland, Oregon. For more information on Podland and for more Podland podcasts, go to podland.productions. While you're there, subscribe to the email newsletter for sneak peeks, giveaways, and more. Thanks for listening. Podland Productions. (laughs) 